And welcome to another show of Don't Get This Twisted. I am Rob, along with my co-host, as always, Tina. How are you doing, Tina? I'm good, Rob. If you look behind me, you see I'm not at home today. I see that. Look at that. Yes. It's a special room. It's It looks like Austin Powers threw up in here. Uh, yeah, it is. It is a, <laughs> it, it is a bit 60s. Yes, that the- floor <laughs> looks like some fucking raging acid trip. <laughs> like it's... it's- um, so my friends, uh, their anniversary is this week, and we're celebrating their anniversary. We're out in Palm Springs staying in their timeshare, and they went to their bedroom to hopefully do the nasty, and I'm out here Ooh. doing the podcast with you. Well, which is quite nasty. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> I mean, some people might argue that, we're, that we do some things that we shouldn't be talking about. I don't think that's true. I'll talk oh, about everything. Every, every blue moon, every blue moon. <laughs> Just ask the question. I got the answer. <laughs> exactly. We'll see these days. You're, you're like, you're way more like, okay with answering things now. You know, you know you, as, you, as long as somebody asks the question, then I have something to talk about. But if somebody gives me an open ended question that I just don't know how to I don't know where to go with that. I can't just come up with it. You got to ask me specifics. Yeah. And I'm pretty yeah. good at that. Yeah. I generally have no problem with doing that. I can go. <laughs> Please so, ask away. So, so today we're going to do something funny because we were talking before we came on the air because we had no clue what to talk about this week because we've been farting off and I've been in puppy land and all kinds of <laughs> stupid shit. But one of our things that we had on a list was guilty pleasures. And I and I kind of find guilty pleasures kind of funny because generally people don't talk about them. That's why it's a guilty pleasure because you're like, you kind of hide it from people. Or it's the one that you're like, you don't care about telling people, but people still go, really? Like, you're into that? So like, and, and, I, and I find that quite humorous because... Again, guilty pleasures. One of the guilty pleasures like that I had growing up, like me and um, my best friend, during the summertime, we would watch soap operas. So there was nothing oh. on, right? Mm-hmm. So there, and, and I forgot, I want to say it was on NBC. Um, I think it was like Another World oh. something in Santa Barbara. I don't know. It was days like three of our shows. Lives. There you go. It's days. That was it. It was like, so it was like another world days of our lives and, and Santa Barbara. And we would watch these things cause there was nothing on TV. It was like MTV at the time and soap operas. So we would, we mm-hmm. got into these things and we like literally were like, Hey man, and we would watch these things only during the summertime though. Cause once school started, we were right back to, you know, being That's in cool. school until three o'clock. So, but it was one of those things where like the summer would come and we'd have to play catch up. Cause there was no internet like we, we we didn't know what the stories were we didn't know who the characters were you'd come back like eight months later and it would be like this totally different storyline you're like what the fuck and that's probably why me and him were like very much into wrestling because wrestling was just a soap opera with fucking guys that would scream at each other and beat the hell out of each other <laughs> so it, it it definitely kind of you know uh it, the correlation was right there with the same kind of storylines. It was good guys and bad guys doing horrible shit to each other and, and, and a decent story. So, and being related. 
<laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. they did that in wrestling as well. Like there was, you know, <laughs> brothers and sisters too. It, it's there kind of a go. weird thing. And, and that was kind of like how I was when I was in, in probably junior high and high school. A lot of people didn't know, like I was a big comic book fan and that was a guilty pleasure because then, you know, if you liked comics, you got your ass beat. Like they thought you were a, a nerd. Mm-hmm. And the funny thing is, is you're not nerds like math geeks like comic books. So that's my, oh. that's, that's how I always say things to people. Like, you're Thanks nerdy. for the I'm clarification. Like, yeah. I'm like, I'm not nerdy. I hate math. And they're oh, like, Jesus. what? I, I go geeks, like geeks, like comic books and pop culture nerds like math. And they're like, Oh, so, so guilty pleasures. Um, we, we can go down probably a few of us that we have that we don't mind talking about or, People would, most people would do that. Cause I think a lot of my friends have told me things like, I'm into this. And I was like, what? Like, are you serious? They're like, oh yeah. Mine is musicals. Like people, cause I'm really like metal and I'm like super much into metal. Um, mostly, you know, like for years I had really, really long hair, mm-hmm. but I love musicals and, and a girl I dated, fuck, when was it? Um, 91 92 probably um to uh, was liked musicals and wanted me to go see phantom and that's kind of how i fell into it she was like hey let's go see phantom and at first i was like are you fucking i'm not going to no musical (laughs) there's no way you're taking me to that but we dated and lived together at the time and she had it on cassette which um, for the uh, listeners out there who don't know, it's, it was this little thing that had tape in it and you would put it in a player <laughs> and you'd press play. <laughs> and, and, we gotta tell people, <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> yeah. It, it was kind of like a really small VHS, which is another thing that had a little tape in it, but you put it in and it played movies. It's pretty interesting. You can look it up on the interweb. Um, it was before, it was way before CDs. But um, yes. so that's how I kind of got into it. And and I love music and I love people who can sing, like who can really sing. And those people can fucking sing. So I ended up going, obviously, and then I was mesmerized, just like, oh, these people are because I had been to lots of concerts already by then. And, and there was definitely a correlation there between the two of people who could sing. And I guess. The show. It was the show part. So that was that's pretty much my biggest guilty pleasure. When people find out, they just they can't believe it. And kind of like yours. Well, one of yours that I found out. <coughs> um, we were talking that you uh, even on air, you said it. And I kind of like kind of it kind of went through my ears and out the other side because I, mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of humorous. You were saying that you were making baskets. Yeah. And well, for those who don't know, you're an Indian. Yeah, well, I'm native. I'm a Chumash from California. That's that's Indian, right? <laughs> I mean, not uh, India Indian, but it's, I know, it's Native American. We're I'm the sorry. feathers. Was, we're the feathers. Was, not the dots, right? <laughs> not the dots. <laughs> See, that, that's racist. That, that would, <laughs> and again, humor. Humor. Anyways. Jeez. So I'm Native that. American, and um, a part of our culture was to make pine needle baskets where you literally go and pick pine needles up after they fall on the ground, and you take them home and soak them, and then there's a process that you have to do, and then after the process, 
process is done to the needles, then you, you weave them and make baskets. So I started this about, should I want to say about four months at least ago with a few of my cousins. And, uh, we started doing that cause we needed family. All of our, all of our mothers, except for one have passed on and realizing that we're getting older and we're the ones now that need to keep the family going. I decided to give this a try with my cousin who desperately wanted to show somebody, but wanted us to really love it and respect it. And, and, um, she and I got together and started talking. So it's just a small group and, it's, it's def I don't, I don't, wouldn't say it's a guilty pleasure because I really don't have much for guilt. Like I either like something or I don't, and that's right. the way it goes. So, but yeah, I really enjoy the time we spend together. I also like doing something that's part of our culture. And over over the last uh, weekend, my cousins that make the baskets, we went to Reno and saw other family members that I didn't even know some of them. And we gave a basket that was promised to the family after somebody that it was promised to had passed away. And I got to say that that what that visit meant to us and how loving and everything everybody was. It was like everybody in my family needed that visit and the basket brought us together. So as much as I, I would like to say it's a guilty pleasure, I have no guilt. So, but it, it's definitely, it's definitely something that I'm really enjoying doing. And I hope that we continue for a long time because we need it. Um, well, here's, here's a couple of things that I'll ask you. Um, for first, how how long does it take to make one? Well, in the beginning, it took us uh, probably from beginning to end to make our first basket. It took three or four different days. We normally get together like on a Saturday afternoon and uh, about 1230. We have lunch. Then we go outside and we start doing our thing. And we normally leave about five, six o'clock, somewhere in there. So. We did that for a few days, our first one. And then finally we all came out with baskets. It seemed like on the same day, depend, you know, and well, the funny thing is we all had really different size baskets. So I'm surprised we all finished at the same time, but then, um, I've gotten faster. Like I've been able to do a basket in a four or five hour setting. It just depends on the size and how well everything goes. And if you're, if you're screwing around and talking a lot, you're going to get way less done if you, you know, as you would, if you put your head down and do what you're supposed to do. So it could take anywhere from days to weeks to hours. It's just depends on the size and how we're doing it. Cool. So what's the average size? Cause I'm looking for, uh, to, to be, uh, I'm looking for something cause I have this big bookshelf. Oh, you've been here. Uh -huh. You know my big bookshelf? There's some empty spots there. Maybe you'll make me a little basket and I'll throw it on there. It depends on it. It's funny. I, I say it depends on the spirit of the, of what we're making at the time. Cause I, I tried to make a little basket, which would be about, I don't know, maybe two inches tall and maybe shoot, just a, just a tiny one, you know, just a little, yeah. like one maybe you can hold two by in two, two fingers, two yeah. by five or two Something. by four. Not even that big, two by two, two by three, something like that. Okay. And then, yeah. and then we've made some that, that are about the size of, or at least as wide as, uh, your wallet, like a, a female's wallet, a bigger wallet. Oh, um, okay. And then one of my, one of my friends wants to make like a fruit basket. She's going to try to do a great 
big one. So it depends on what you're making it for and how you're making it. The, the Chumash used to even make baskets to go on their head, not baskets, but like decor for their head or like a hat. I don't know how you would right, say right. it, but we were even talking about making piece. one of those, a headpiece. Yes. So we right. were even thinking about doing one of those. Um, well, and that's kind of cool. Yeah. And then I'm, <laughs> so it gets even more strange because back years ago, uh, my dad had over some friends that were teaching everybody how to make cordage. Cordage was used for, um, nets and for fishing and for, for lines basically. And I had my back to them because I was trying to stone carve. My dad's a stone carver. So I was trying to see if I could do what he did. And, um, I had my backs to them, but I was listening to the guy that was explaining it to them. And I finally got tired of doing the rock cause I had carved on it for five hours and it still just looked like a rock. So I picked up a piece of, I picked up a piece of dog bane and I did what I had heard him say to do. Oh, and, <laughs> and I made, I made cordage that's that was actually better than the guy that had taught us. And I didn't see what he did. So, um, I think I'm going to try to do that again because we were talking about other projects we could make that were native to California Indians. So, yeah, if if shit goes down in this world, I know how to weave some some actual cordage that we can make a net with. Well, that's actually, you know, I, I hate to say it, but those are like good things that are good to know because when the yeah. shit hits the fan, well, uh, I, I heard something <laughs> on the way home, you know, getting off the kind of subject of, of uh, our guilty pleasures, but I heard something on the way home that some guy was like, you know, if this country, all we have to do is lose power and this, this whole country will go sideways. People will start doing crazy shit super quick. I was like, oh yeah. It's well, crazy. it takes way less than that for people in this country to do crazy shit super quick. If you ask me. Oh no, it's very true. <laughs> so, so do you know, have you ran into anybody who kind of told you their guilty pleasure kind of like. And again, I wasn't super shocked that you made baskets. It just, when it came out of your mouth the one day, I was like, you're fucking what? It's like baskets. And then and it's funny because, yeah. And then it was funny because you showed me a picture, like when it was like, you know, while you were making it. And I was like, oh shit. She's like, she was serious. And then, so I, I've ran into some people who've told me their guilty pleasures where it's kind of like me where it's like, not I mean just oddball because you just never think like they're going to be into something like that and that's why it is kind of a guilty pleasure and they don't tell anybody because most people will just judge the shit out of you and, and or just make fun of you mostly between like guy friends are brutal so <laughs> one of my other friends we were I forgot we were talking about something and and I kind of made a jab at him about something like a joke about, um, I forgot what I said to him, but it was like, it was a pop on him. And he was like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. Rent. And I was like, what? He goes, rent. Like he goes, he goes, yeah. You remember you, you like rent. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah. So he would oh, like, shit. He, he would like <laughs> use things like that against me. Like if I would, if I would say anything utterly horrible to him, he'd remind me that I like musicals. So, and, and I think that that's the kind of thing that's funny about guilty pleasures because there are those guilty pleasures of, of things like that, or even guilty pleasures like certain ice creams or certain 
like where no matter what it is, that's your guilty pleasure. If you're somewhere around that place, it's like Chi Chi's. Chi Chi's is a guilty pleasure for me because if I'm anywhere near one and I know I can convince someone else to go with me, you're I, going. I'm going. And but see, that's the thing. I will never go there alone. Really? No, I mean, would I? Yes, but I generally don't because I, I like, I think Chi Chi's to me is a, it's a guilty pleasure, but it's also a social construct. You're the one that took me there for the first time. Yeah. So like, and, and, yeah. and when we go, <laughs> it's, it's generally a social thing, yeah. right? Like we make it into something and we always have. So mm-hmm. like, no matter what, it's always been this um social thing but like you you can't it's you can't go there and not eat the sourdough rolls oh my god those are amazing talk about guilty pleasures yeah i don't know anyone who's ever gone there who has not has had one and then been like oh yeah i don't like that never ever Never. ever never so so for me it's kind of that's another one of my guilty pleasures. There's a there's a like there's a sub shop too in in Woodland Hills that if I'm near it and I know I have time, I will eat it every single time. So that's funny. So to me, those are like those are my guilty pleasures. Um, think silly shit like that. Gummy bears. I love gummy bears. So like if I'm somewhere and I can just pick up something small, I'd be like, oh yeah, and that'll be my guilty pleasure to. To get me my fix till the next, you know, <laughs> the next time I'm somewhere. So I just find it kind of kind of uh, interesting because we all have them on some <laughs> level. I, I, yeah, I get that. I, I found out that I like something that I know I did. And I, I have yet to tell anybody because hmm. I was like, wait, what is up with this? I like my ankles licked. Wow. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't, I didn't see that know. one coming. <laughs> it's right there with the baskets, Rob. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, it's not. But we'll go along with that. <laughs> that that's yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I think when it comes to um sexual deviance and guilty pleasures, uh, the, those are the things that um. That you don't tell everybody. That you don't tell everybody, but uh, once you find out what it is, that that is your go-to. Um, it's kind of like fetishes. Like speaking of that, like when you find out about like someone else's thing, you're like, oh, like interesting. Like I never, I didn't think it would be like that. Mostly people that I hate to say are straight, or more straight edge, or more, and, and I just think that they're just more confined um my best friend <laughs> super confined like we we only know where uh, he's my best friend he's been my friend for 40 years mm-hmm. but i'll oh, well 30 something years i'll tell you that there's things that me and him have never talked about and that's just because there's you know there's some bridges we don't cross um and and i don't and i don't find that to be a weird thing because I had told another friend of mine and she was like, you don't talk to him about that? Like, no, no. And she was like, wow, like, that's odd. I was like, why? We we connect over certain things and 
we always have. So we make sure to continue it like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I know I could tell him anything if I really had to, but I have other people I generally confide in for those things. And I just mm-hmm. find it easier because for whatever reason, it's they're either easy to talk to. They have gone through a similar thing, you know, whatever. We, we all do that. So, um, but yeah, he had, he kind of had a guilty pleasure that I was like shocked at. I was like, whoa, holy shit, dude. And he was like, oh yeah, that too. I was like, oh, okay. And what was so it? I, uh, no, no, we're going to leave that alone. <laughs> I tried, there, guys. Because <laughs> there, there, there may be people that know him and or, and or are related to him that listen to this show. So I get you. When, I, huh? Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I don't know. I was just going to say, I just think that like, it's those type of things where that wasn't a guilty pleasure, but I guess it was per se. Mm-hmm. But, but I think, again, I think people in general, we have them and I don't think that there's anything wrong with acting upon these guilty pleasures. Mostly if they're things that um, are outside the norm of your bubble. Mm-hmm. You know, like, um, like wrestling to me, wrestling is, a, it will always be a guilty pleasure to me, even though I did it, mm-hmm. you know, I don't watch it as much anymore, but there's still like, you know, there's a night, like I'll, I'll throw it on just for shits and giggles to kind of get the, oh yeah. Like, oh, this is cool. This is cool. This is cool. And and go on or like Marvel movies, like comic book movies are always going to be my guilty pleasure because it's, it, it keeps me young mm-hmm. or feeling that way or probably thinking of a better time in my life. You know what I mean? Like when I collected comic books, I was between 13 and 20, 25, like mm-hmm. good times before the dark yeah. times before the empire. So <laughs> You know. you know, when when I was in my early 20s, I was a phone sex operator and I got the job. And then I talked to one of my best friends at the time to get the job also. And um, because my voice is deeper than most women, they put me on specific lines. I worked with the cross dressers and the um, the people that were into domination and have had really in crazy fetishes. And I remember one guy had a guilty pleasure and it, to this day, it's still, I'm still dumbfounded by it, but I'll tell you about it. His, his thing was he wanted me to be super mean in the way that I talked to him, like just very demeaning. But his thing was to be told to stick his nuts on the edge of the toilet and then slam the lid on them. (laughs) Mm. And you're not supposed to break character, obviously, when you're doing these things. But I had oh. to stop and go, whoa, whoa, wait, are you serious? And and he was very serious. Oh, and, yeah. and that was his, he lost a lot of women because they wouldn't do that to him. Uh, go figure. And I, I was, I was impressed. I was like, wow, you, you actually found something that I am, um, I'm never going to do. <laughs> yeah. I mean. You know, uh, people are into some weird shit. I mean, whatever, whatever, you know, that part of it, we'll end up talking about that at some point. I know we still, (laughs) but, but I I think, you know, again, like things that you would never tell people. And that's probably why he had to go to some outside source to at least 
say something about it because if not, you know, suppressing that kind of shit is crazy. Oh yeah. And, and he definitely was looking for acceptance too, which I found, well, I was in my early twenties. Let's just say everything shocked me back then. Nothing shocks me now. I I work with people. I've heard so many things. I can't even think about what they've said, but, um, the fact that he didn't have anybody he could talk to and that he, that it forced people to, to get away from him. (laughs) I, I felt kind of sad for the guy. Yeah. I, you know, and again, I think, I think a guilty pleasure can alienate you. Mm -hmm. If you don't, you know, if you don't um, go out and do it with that, whatever that is. Like, mm-hmm. like again, mine is easy. I can do it in my car whenever I want to when I'm by myself. I remember um, <clears throat> uh, my son Wait, was... Wait, what do you do in your car by yourself? <laughs> listen, li- li- listen, listen to musicals. Oh, oh, okay. Um, okay. Yeah, no. Yeah, no, <laughs> I was I'm like, good. whoa, wait a minute. Ooh, no, that's an offense. <laughs> I don't want to go to jail for it. Um, <laughs> I, you know, I, I remember, I don't know, my boy was young, man. He was probably... 10 11 probably i remember i was in my in my bedroom and i was editing photos and i would and i put on itunes and i put it on random and i have a fuck ton of music i mean a lot like i probably have like 14 or 15000 songs and i just hit random so i remember him coming in and there was some musical on i don't remember what it was and he's like going, you know, listening to it. And the next song was like Slayer. It was like some loud fucking just oh, music. And he's like, how do you listen to both of those? And I was like, because they're both music, dude. Like you have to be you have to open your mind. So I ended up taking him. I want to say about four years ago to go see Wicked. That was and, a good one. Oh, wait, it was amazing. But it was. I thought it was a good experience for someone who probably will never, ever see a musical again until he's with somebody who makes him go. <laughs> um, Cause I kind of warned him too. I, he goes, I don't want to go to that. I go, look, dude, you're, you're going to have to jump on a, on the grenade here one of these days. Cause some girlfriend of yours is going to want to go see a, a musical and you're not going to say no, you're going to mm-hmm. go, all right, sweetie, let's, let's head on out. And kind of like I did. Um, but I took him to see Wicked and it was interesting because like we're sitting in the crowd and he's like, uh, it, it is, uh, is it going to be loud? And I was like, dude, you're at a concert. It's just a different kind of concert. Um, so I took him over. We, it was over at the Pantages. So I took him over to the pit so he could see the orchestra. And I was like, all these people right here are going to play live music tonight. And he was kind of like, oh, he kind of started getting it like, all right. And um, the girl who was playing Alphaba at the time uh, was the the second more because they don't call them understudies anymore, which is kind of funny. Mm-hmm. She was the second um, Alphaba. Well, she actually is a big. She's an actress. Um, she's also she's on um, a show called The Umbrella Academy on on uh, I want to say Prime. Uh, yeah, I think it's on Amazon Prime or Netflix. I don't know. It's on one of them fucking things. But at the time, she was a working music. She was also in Hamilton, and she's also dating one of the guys from Hamilton. 
she fucking killed it, killed it. Um, and even even my boy was like, "Yeah, that girl can sing." And I was like, <laughs> "Dude, all these people can sing." I go, "Yeah." When you're at this level, this is a this is like playing professional sports. Like when you're at that level, if you're on a touring company, you're you're no slouch. There's no one there's no one that does those things that aren't good. And he was like, yeah, so I think it was kind of an interesting thing to. For one, to fill my guilty pleasure, but also kind of show him like, look, there's more than just what we like. Mm -hmm. You have to be open to other things because other people's guilty pleasures might end up being something that you have to go do. You know, like if your mate's guilty pleasure is um, wine and painting, because, you know, they have those things where you can go and do those things together. Been to several. Yeah. You're not going to not do it. You're just not like, and well, if you're, if you're smart, you'll do anything that somebody says, well, within reason, but you'll try new things because why would you not? You live on this earth to be free to do what you want and do it. And that's kind of what I told him. I was like, look, you look, I'm all up for, for it's a two way street though. You know, if, if you want to go see Slipknot, your mate has to be able to be like, look, you know, I might not like them as a band and I might not like that kind of music, but I'm going to go because you want to. We talked about that kind of before. Like I see things totally different now. Like you have to do the dance, whatever the dance is, mm-hmm. you know, I, I hated dancing and my ex-wife loved dancing. I never went and I should have went. Mm-hmm. Because that is such a guilty pleasure for me. Yeah. Such see, a, there you go. Dancing. It, and it, there's no guilt again. Cause I don't give a crap, but I used no, but to it's still live, a guilty pleasure. used to live in a club to dance and, and not drink. I wasn't hitting on guys. There was none of that going on. I was there to dance and I love that. Well, and another, I think, was I, I think I was gonna say, I think if people have ever been around you at any kind of party atmosphere, <laughs> not even a party, just an the party atmosphere. If there's music on, you're a boogieing. <laughs> yeah, there's there's something very freeing about dancing and and having music on and having music loud. Like I used to love the here's the guilty pleasure the the beat of the bass coming through the big DJ speakers. Oh, I yeah. used to love to dance in front of those to feel the music go through my chest. Mm-hmm. That that to me like pumped me up. I love that. I lived Can, for that. You remember you remember the quad? Dancing on the quad? Yes. Do you remember I was the only white girl on the quad when yeah. when well, you I weren't was white. in the you 10th were Mexican grade. then, remember? <laughs> so so funny thing is the reason that I we're just gonna forget that because that was so five minutes ago. No. No, back back when I was Mexican, I had blonde hair in high school. I know. And um and my friend who was the nicest guy. But he was African-American and he was a year or two older than I. And he loved to dance. It was funny because I would go out dancing and just randomly see him at places. We dance all night together. But he uh, he got me uh, out on the quad and I was the only white girl out there. All the rest of the people. He was a rather tall fellow, wasn't he? Yeah, he was like six four, <laughs> six five. Was so, you know, to, and and I'm not a, a slouch. I was no, five, but in high ten school, back in the day, six five was. Yes, you were but, tall. 
but I was 5'10", so for a girl with blonde hair up on a quad oh. with it, but I was very, um, I stood out there too. But yeah. if there was music on, I didn't care. I'd go yeah. and dance with anybody. And he was a lot of fun to go dancing with. And, and I was in student council. I was one of the ones responsible for having a DJ every week there. So if I had to work at it, I was definitely going to be out there dancing on the quad. Yeah. Wasn't there, was yeah. there, was there like a, there was a DJ hamburger helper. You yeah. remember that guy? I think he was actually, one of them. Actually, I, I still know him. Yeah. yeah this yeah. goes to show you. See, I remember like yeah. weird shit like that from high school, but the quad, I, now here's the funny thing. So you're talking about feeling that bass, um, feeling music period. But, um, I ended up going to, um, this huge hip hop show. Um, mm -hmm. I had a friend of mine who worked for K day. Oh and, yeah. And he needed a photographer to shoot the concert. <laughs> so, um, I had a pit pass, so I was in front of the whole crowd shooting all these, these, uh, hip hop guys. Why did you not take me with you? Well, it, it was kind of like on, it was out of nowhere. He was like, Hey dude, I need someone to shoot these pictures. We'll pay you. Will you come? And I was like, sure. What? Yeah. I was like, so, but I, and I've been to a lot of metal shows and been fairly close. Um, it, it, it that bass all night long it like it rattles you because oh, i was yeah. like i was in front of massive speakers because it was at mm -hmm. the nokia theater and and uh right next to staples now that place holds like twenty thousand people yeah it, so it was it was oh maybe not twenty thousand maybe about eight thousand but it was big it's Is a it? big place it's a nokia theater there, there's like there's, there. there's three so there's there's Club Nokia, which is a smaller place. Then there's Nokia Theater, and then there's Stable Center. Mm -hmm. But I mean, that bass all night. The the equivalent that I would say, I saw two bands really close. I was in a pit for Slipknot at the Universal Amphitheater, which is now Harry Potter Land. Mm -hmm. Um, loud. It was mm -hmm. fucking loud. Like it was uh, to be that close and in a pit that was uncontrollable. Like I was all over. I was dripping sweat. Um, and then I took pictures um, in 90, no, in 2000, I think. Um, I took pictures for Iron Maiden at the Greek, mm. which is super cool. I was in, because the Greek holds about the same, like eight or 9,000 people. And I was in the photo pit for that too. And to be in front of this whole huge crowd of a sellout crowd and turn around and see my favorite band, like I could have touched <laughs> the guy's legs because wow. I was that close to him. But yeah, that bass is crazy. Like, it, it's such a, a a feeling to 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 feel it so i can understand that part of you know and and i think that's why it is a guilty pleasure because you're getting you're hearing and feeling at the same time it's kind of mm -hmm. like a dual sword you know plus I, eye contact yeah. and all that other shit Plus that, that really was part of the music at the time that we were growing up. When I was in El Paso, my, one of the guys that I would go to visit, you know, out of the family that, that I always stayed at, he was a DJ and he put his speakers, huge ass speakers in this Cadillac, in the trunk that he had. And, and my favorite thing to do was drive that Cadillac with the music just 
bumping to where he said it would rattle the windows at the high school that he went to because I was older than him. So I'd he'd leave me the car keys. I'd go, you know, I'd take the car out. And then before uh, it was time for him to get out of school, I'd go rattle the windows for him. Let him know I was there. (laughs) What what could go wrong? (laughs) (laughs) Nothing went wrong. You know, all the all the years I have spent with those people and I've known them since I was 18. You know, we never got into trouble. Ever. They were they were kind of just fun guys to be around that like to dance and have a good time, but they were always very respectful and we just never got into problems. So no, but the I, I music, can see that. I, I'm just saying leaving you with a car that would go boom. <laughs> that, what could go wrong? Like nothing. 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 Yeah, but so, I do like so, that so that there, feeling. That is your guilty pleasure. I think Dan, I, you that, know, that I had would to be think your about guilty it pleasure. Oh, there's a couple more. Okay. Actually, I like to Shoot. go skinny dipping. Oh, I've only done that once. Oh my god, that okay. So when I was in this, just left sixth grade, uh, my mom had worked for a construction company, and she decided she wanted a pool put in the backyard. So mm-hmm. we've had a pool since I was in the sixth grade, <laughs> and even when I don't live there, if I want to go in the pool, I just go and get in the pool. There's there's yes. never a time where I can't be there. You know, it's it's whenever and. My dad, when it was hot on summer nights, he'd go, hey, guys, I'm going to go get in the pool. Leave me alone. You know, and he would go jump in the pool naked and swim around a little bit and get out and go back in the house and cool. You know, he's cooled down. So from a, a younger age, that was acceptable in our house. And as when when my mom was alive, I'd say, hey, mom, I'm going to go get naked and get in the pool. She's like, go ahead, have a good time. Never. There was never any issues with it. Now that right. I just live with my dad, my mom's since gone i i uh i do not i don't do that but you don't on partake on when he's gone i get in that pool naked and it's yeah. it's a really good time so that that and smoking weed there's nothing better than you know after a long day and you're just kind of like spent i'll before i get out of my car because i don't do to my dad's house i'll smoke real quick and listen to music and relax and kind of decompress and then i'll go in the house and i like to do that too well there you go see i think that and again like i i I am only and i didn't even really skinny dip per se i was in a hot tub but i guess Mm -hmm. that still counts um that's a whole different ball game no <laughs> yeah that was yeah and i, I kind of wasn't ready for it so it was kind of even more interesting so um most people are not ready when you say no, because you she was like dipping, oh. nobody's ready she for didn't that. even ask yeah. she went to the window she went to the slider and went do 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 dropped everything on the floor and walked outside i was like well you know here we go rome <laughs> <laughs> guess i'm roman that's, i've done but, that too many times to count. I I like to go get in the pool naked and cool down, and then See? come in, take a shower, go to bed. So it just goes to show you there are guilty pleasures that you have. But, you just, you just got to think of them. Again, there's just no guilt. I really I've spent a lot of time in my life not wanting to feel like like I'm doing something wrong. Even if I am doing something wrong, who gives a shit? Like this is who I am. This is what I do. And I don't want to feel the guilt. I, I had enough of that when I was younger and everybody was telling me how not to be. So. So uh, I'm going to read the, before it's time for us to go, just so uh, we can at least be on the same page of what a guilty pleasure is. Okay. Um, dictionary wise, it's a noun. 
Something such as a movie, television program, or piece of music that one enjoys despite feeling that it is not generally held in high regard. Okay, so, uh, and and it, it actually gives like something, everyone has a guilty pleasure for me. It has to be 70s disco. This is the, the, the average disaster movie falls within a guilty pleasure category. So yes, like, like I fucking hate disco, but I know people who love that shit and that is a guilty pleasure and they still listen to 70s disco. Mm-hmm. Now, here's the other side. My guilty pleasure is like old school cheesy horror movies from the 80s that are when you rewatch them today, most of them don't hold up. And you're like, oh, man, I really liked that. But. Uh, like I love Nightmare on Elm Street. I love those movies. You know, though, that was one of my that scared the shit out of me because I had a waterbed, and in that oh. scene where he oh, comes yeah. out of the waterbed, I can't tell you for how long I went thinking that, oh fuck, I'm getting into bed. <laughs> yeah. Like you just have that thought for a second. Sure. It, yeah. But the, so, so there's there are guilty pleasures like that that, I, and I like that definition. So it 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 might be just what most people don't like. But it mm-hmm. is still that. So, like, even listening to some metal is going to be a, a guilty pleasure because most people don't. But like seventies disco, oh. cheesy eighties love songs. I will put that oh, yeah. shit on. Uh, and it just or nineties nineties R and B. Yes. Or late late eighties early nineties R and B. Yes. Yes. Because who who doesn't like some fucking. Uh, Nah, what the hell are those guys' names? The like four of them. The new kids on the block. No, 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 no. Well, same thing, but they were black guys. R and B. Uh, Bellevue DeVoe. Oh uh, no, they were good too. Bellevue DeVoe, but they came from New Edition. Yeah. It was New Edition that turned into Bellevue DeVoe. They were really good. No, it was the the fuck. They had really good voices too. I gotta find out who that is. Why we're hmm. why we're still talking. I don't know, because you can't turn on Lionel Richie or the Commodores and have me not listen to it. That's that's straight 80s. As a matter of fact, I went to Lionel Richie's concert a few years back at a at the state fair and he was horrible as a singer and forgot words and whatever the hell he did. But it was such a great concert because it it was all the music and everybody knew it. And it was like a everybody was kind of my age and a little bit older right. uh, seeing the concert. I, he, yeah, that if I hear him, I'll be like, sing it, Lionel, sing it. So who who I was thinking of were Boys to Men. Boys to Men, yes. Yeah, those dudes, those guys had fucking pipes like. Well, they could do acapella. They could do well, anything. That's what I mean. They yeah. had, those guys could sing. Hey, no. Yeah. And, and, and they had that really good, you know, everyone had a different range. They had that dude that was like, yeah, let me tell you about it. <laughs> and then they had like the other, like the two guys who had the, like a much higher range voice that could give you that super duper, like, you know, lovey time song. Like yeah. those guys were legitimately really, really good singers. But those, that's the, those are guilty pleasures like that when I was in high school, I hated that shit. Like new wave music. I hated new wave when I was that. I remember horrible. Love that shit. Now love it. (laughs) But that's because I I actually understand it now and, and, and realize Mm -hmm. like the cure. I think the cure was a shit like Mm -hmm. horrible. Like who listens to this fucking horrible emo shit and they're depressed and, and then, but now, you know, when you finally listen to those records, you're like, 
oh yeah, these guys were, were super smart and totally understood people. Mm-hmm. Like, and and they were kind of emo-ish and kind of down, but they were definitely like great lyrics and, and super wild. Kind of new wave. They were in that. Yeah, they were they were kind of in that same ball because they were English. So yeah, you know that's the British new wave that kind of came with that same like 82, 83, 84, mm-hmm. you know, like MTV, all, all the MTV generation. And, and I think I'll that still we sit and watch MTV U for the videos. I can't yeah. believe some of the crap that they made videos with, but oh, yeah. I, I love, I I'll sit there cause I, I can't really concentrate on shows. And if I'm on my phone or doing any type of work, I still want music on. So yeah, I'll still turn on all these years later, I will turn on MTV U and they play nothing but um music and videos and i'll sit there and watch the crap out of them yeah super good yeah well it's 45 minutes in and that means it's time to go we had some new countries in the last couple of weeks and yeah we did pretty good we did nepal we have nepal now listeners in nepal and i can't think of the other one yeah, it was gonna... something. I think we said uh, we said it this last week's. So, uh, what what me and Tina are going to start doing, and at least trying to do, is be a little more current. So we're trying to record the shows closer to the day they're going to come out. So they may be maybe a day or two, or the latest a week. So we're going to try not to record too much in advance, like we did we in the are. very beginning. <laughs> I didn't well, know this. <laughs> well, uh, because of where we're at right now, we're yeah. you know, we're catching up to ourselves because, you know, not that we slacked, but we definitely used some older shows that we knew we had in the pipeline. And I'm sure there'll be some like that that we're going to end up doing. But um, I do like the idea of kind of it mostly if something comes up, if it's not a super duper subject that we're like doing something on. Um, mm-hmm. Being current is good because I don't want someone to listen to the show four weeks from now because we recorded something on something that's just irrelevant now. Um, yeah. But yeah, I I mean, there's going to be shows that we're going to record because that those are good for for filler. Uh, we'll see if one of us have something that we end up having to do, which you know sometimes happens in our lives. So I had a couple of people that I didn't know listen to the show actually uh, reach out and say that they listened to the show. And they said, I'm surprised you haven't talked sex because normally with my friends, um, sex comes up all the time. And (laughs) they were surprised that on this this forum we have not touched that really we've touched dating we've touched families we've touched relationships but not sex so i think we got to get going on our yeah we we definitely have an idea for that so i think um we'll get to it but i I think if we're going to do that we definitely have to kind of do what we were talking about and and have other people involved and kind of bounce things off each other (laughs) let them talk And, and look uh you know I, I don't know for sure, but the feedback I get, a lot of people like when we have people on. So mm-hmm. um, I think it's for the best. We're, we're going to do a sex show. Trust me. We got we have an idea to do kind of three of them um, in multiple parts. It just we're just going to have to kind of sit down. I think that that one, me and you are going to have to, you know, thoroughly plan and make sure that it's that it's done correctly. And yeah. but it's coming. It's it's we're going to do them. They're. 
they've been on the books for since the beginning of this. It's just a matter of putting it into effect where it actually works right. And you guys out there will be um, uh, entertained. So. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, do you want to give them the spiel or shall I today? Well, uh, thank you all for listening. You could, uh, we would appreciate it if you would continue to follow us and share us. Uh, you could read us, reach us on Spotify, uh, Amazon, Google, uh, iHeartRadio, Apple, anywhere where you could find podcasts. And uh, you could reach out to us on social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, uh, Instagram, and you could even email us. So please look in the show notes, look in the show notes and, and reach out to us. And if you would like to be on the show, we would love to have you. Please let us know what you would like to talk about and let's set it up. Let's, let's have some fun. For sure. And yeah. Uh, yeah, this is an opinion show, so don't get it twisted. We're just trying to have some fun, have a little dialogue, and keep people somewhat entertained. So <laughs> until next week, when we put out another show, please feel free to enjoy the rest of our library. We're coming up close to episode 50. Are we seriously? We're we're getting close. We're getting okay, close. back when we started this, I never thought we would still be doing this with fifty episodes under our belt. Pretty crazy. I think we could do another fifty easy. Yeah. So uh, this episode is episode forty-eight. So we're really mm. close. So I love it. We're gonna have to come up with a really good topic for fifty. We'll talk about that this week. We'll come okay. up with something. Maybe we should do sex on the 50th episode. That might be a. Maybe we should talk about turning 50 since we're all in oh, that shit, bracket man. of what's going uh, on. Yes. I just turned 51. Yes. Yes. Happy right. birthday, by the way. Well, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to go eat now because my kid <laughs> is bringing some food through the door here any minute. And I have to right go walk on. my puppy. And that's not a euphemism for anything else. And I'm headed to the casino, so we got things to do. Woo, go gamble. <laughs> All right, guys, we'll see you uh, again in a week. Tina, it, as always, it's a pleasure. I love you, Rob. I love you too, I'll darling. Talk to you next week. Later. Right, bye-bye.